This is the Mind Your Business podcast. Hello and welcome to another edition of the Mind Your Business podcast. My name is Matt Williams and I am here as ever with the fabulous Alan Clark and keen listeners will know Alan set himself a challenge to run his business directly from his smartphone a little while back and I'm keen to know how that's going and let's dive straight in with that how's how's life oh, I'm, I'm loving this edgy start to the podcast Matt that's don't just <laughs> drop that on me thank you very much I but I I, I must admit it's positive progress. I have stuck with it and I am much more productive than I was. And remember we talked about it was sort of role specific opportunities. So if I was a CEO, I'd be looking to use my smartphone to really help my communication, uh, but with maybe a bit of finance on it, et cetera, et cetera. So we talked about sort of, yes, yeah, sort of, specifying your smartphone to the role you're in. Well, I sort of done that and I've taken a lot of the apps out and I have to say I am much more productive. I'm getting back to people in a much more timely manner. I'm feeling much more on top of my business and also the numbers. So I I have to say, I think it was only three weeks ago, that podcast, I have to say I've made really positive progress. And that includes some doodling apps, just even reading articles, all on my smartphone. And and yeah, really, really good to the point that my daughter now has my tablet and she can't believe her luck. So she's got my tablet. Uh, and I've got the smartphone, but I'm sticking with it because I said I was going to push this to Christmas to see what was possible. So, so far, I am winning, Matt. And you, it sounds like it. This is positive stuff then. Good, good. And other than that, you've had a good week? I Isn't have. this good? Yes, I have had a good week. Um, a lot of really interesting conversations within my work and even some time to think, some time to think which I have, um, yeah, I, I, I have enjoyed this week. I cannot quite believe it's Friday, nearly. But I have enjoyed this week, Matt. What about you? How are you? I, I've had a, well, I spent this morning in a, in a tax lecture, so that was fun. But otherwise, yeah, we're having a really good week. We're, um, we've got quite a lot of a lot of activity going on in the office at the moment we've got some customers or clients that are selling their businesses and that comes with a load of additional work and the challenge for us is to not take on our clients stress because it's very stressful for them selling a business and the last thing you need is then your accountant getting stressed and add into it so we're trying to be the calming presence in the room but yeah it's all it's all keeps you on your toes. It's exciting stuff, really. Um, that, that yeah, last, so, that last right. you said there, sorry, I have to jump in. That sort of transference, as it's known in psychology, that that's challenging. However, you know, I absolutely can see the benefit of you doing that. That that would be very useful for your client. Well, I it's interesting, actually. I was at a, an event yesterday, and there was a psychologist talking, and she said something that I thought was not profound, but it, it was it was exactly what I've been telling my team for the last couple of weeks with this big transaction that's happening. 
about not taking that stress on board. And um, this lady said, in, you've got two options. Whenever there's whenever there's stress in a in a situation, you've got two options. You can be the temperature gauge or you can be the thermostat. So the temperature gauge just rises and tells you what's happening and where you are. And the thermostat sets it. So if you can be the thermostat and set that stress level, everyone will take their key from you. If you get involved and you become the temperature gauge, the same as everyone else, all it's ever going to do is spiral up. And I thought that was quite quite a nice way of kind of articulating what we're trying to do in these meetings. But there we go. Right, that isn't... Oh, I've just dropped something. That is not what we're going to be talking about today. So what are we talking about today? Okay, today we are going to talk about the power of systems. Now, we've referenced systems before. Um, everyone listening to this will have an idea of a, what a system is. However, I want, I want to push it about and show that systems can show up in all walks of life and business. The classic one is in the sort of IT space, for example, but loads of examples of systems out there that we could apply in our business tomorrow and watch it make a big positive difference. Now, I where this has come from, a couple of things, one of which I'll share, in fact, both of which I'll share, one of them's a quote, and one of them's an actual system that I've adopted, but the quote was this week, and I, apologies, I can't for the life of me remember who actually said it, but it's it a great quote, said, your results in life and business are directly, directly related to the system you have in place. If you want to change your results, change your system. Okay. Do you, do you want me to chime in there? Sorry, I was waiting for your second point, but I can chime do, in on that. Chime in on wish. that point. Um, I, I, and let, okay, give me a bigger context of why I particularly like that. Let me say it again. So your results in life and business are directly related to the system that you have in place. If you want to change your results in life and business, change your system. And the context was behind that, which I loved, was that by looking at this as systemic, you depersonalize it. So if you feel you're having a really bad run of results, it's very easy to personalize that, to really get down on yourself. It's, I, I, you know, it, but this is saying, hold on a minute. Actually, there's another way to look at it. It's as simple as changing your system. If you want to enhance your performance, enhance your results, change your system. Depersonalizes that in many, many, many ways. It rings true. No, I agree with that. I think um, we. What's quite interesting, or, or don't, I, I would add on to that and say not just change your system, but don't deviate from your system. So we have, and we'll talk about this in a bit. We've got a very good in our business a very good sales system our marketing system needs a load of work but our sales system once we speak to prospects if we want to convert them because we don't always if we want to convert them we generally convert them and that's because we have a system that we use and there's some software in there and there's some other tools and bits and pieces but we take clients through the process you've been through this as a client we take them through we build the proposal and there's the last part of our sales system after i've had the meeting and i've built the proposal is that we send our proposal to our clients with a video talking them through it and every single time 
I don't send that video because I don't know, I'm rushing to get the proposal out and I've promised it today. I haven't got time to do the video or something else is happening. And I send it without the, the hit rate or the conversion rate drops off so significantly it's unreal. And it's that it's in our system. And if I deviate from it, the results change. And that's a big part of it. So yeah, if, if it's not, you're not getting the results you want, look at changing your system. But also, don't deviate from the system if we know the system works, right? I, I, I'm, we're going to run out of time in this podcast. It's just not already. But I think that's a phenomenal point. It is a phenomenal point because you, without that insight, you could be sitting there going, right, okay, why have we lost the last three proposals? What is going on? It's a service level. We need to pump up the marketing. We need to do this. We need to do that. And actually, the insight's staring at you in the face. It's this video. It's part of the system. And when you, it's in, conversion goes to 90-something. When it's out, it's down at 60 or 50. And it's nothing to do with your service levels at all or your reputation at all. It's all to do with, I guess, the customer journey with respect to the proposal space. The system had dipped. You and put it back to its original shape and thus... You got the conversion. So, yeah, that's a phenomenal example straight off the bounce about the power of a system. Perfect. What was your second point then? So, I, I in many ways, I'm ashamed to admit this publicly, but I'm going to anyway. Uh, I... This is a I safe space, Thank Alan. Thank it's a safe you. space. It's you, me, and lots the thousands of, of people listeners. listening in. So, I introduced a, a financial system Um Thoroughly um, prompted by your good self, and and you and and you are my accountant. So you know the financial system is zero, and you know I've heard about zero for about three years since I've been business networking, etc. And I hear how good this system is, and how it would really change in many ways my business life. And I don't know if it's the Scott in me, but there was a healthy dose of cynicism when I thought my invoices and my spreadsheet are more than enough. Thank you very much. Uh, until I finally did it. And oh, my goodness. That's all I can say that the impact this has had on me and my ability to understand things like cash flow, shape, um you know, outstanding invoices, where they all are, uh, and, and other things that I've not even discovered yet. And the fact that I can do it, and again, back to what I said at the start of this conversation, on my smartphone, I've done all this on my smartphone, uh, I, and it, it's just wonderful. So that is a system that I didn't have in place really last week. I know it was in place. Was I really using it? No. But in the last week, I have right up to date, and that system has has already transformed my business and how I look at my business and will be a platform for me to build on going forward. So there again is an example of a system. See, and I've got all the examples of finance systems because it's what we do. But I was at, with no knowledge that this was what our podcast subject was going to be this week. Um, I was with a potential new client yesterday. Um, and it was a, it was one of you know when you get you have a meeting with a prospect and you just get the right vibe from day like this this is there, there are sort of people this this business um and we we're having a brilliant conversation 
and this lady she's very successful in her field really successful business and she said it's driven on the fact that it's everything is systemized you wouldn't believe right she was talking to me about the system the process they're a professional services business and she's got a team in place and they all follow the same system and it all the outcomes are brilliant and then we start talking about the finances because she's got a bookkeeper but the bookkeeper didn't seem to do any like not not literally didn't do anything but it's like so who does the sales invoices oh my my team put all their time into the database and then i type all the system the invoices in i was like okay and who puts the costs in the purchase? Oh, I do that. Well, I like to keep a handle on them because then I pay them all. I've got a stack of paper on my desk and I pay them all. And that's how I know what I'm doing. And so the, the bookkeeper, and she, no, the bookkeeper was brilliant, but the bookkeeper wasn't getting to see any of the data because it was all bottlenecking at the director. And she was telling me that she was getting a bit jaded with not the business, but just the day to day of it. Because she says, I feel like I'm in the weeds of the business because she was doing the numbers, like the actual day-to-day client work she's away from, but she's not managed to let go. And we talked to her about the fact that um, we can move them to zero. And the first thing that we can do is dump the data out of their database directly from that into zero and build all their sales invoices. And she said, well, that, that's going to save me six hours a month. It takes me a day, basically, to do that once a month instantly done then we can talk about one of the systems like dext which takes invoices and data out of emails you know all your bills or everyone that emails you a bill suddenly that comes out and automatically goes into zero so you just have to type those and that's another couple of hours we've saved and then we can put on a system called Telleroo, which pays your bills for you so in zero you've got all the bills you need to pay and all your staff that you need to pay their wages and you can just tick them all in zero, push a button, and Telleroo will set up all the payments in your online banking and distribute the cash to the people it needs to go to. And that's going to save her another couple of hours. And we've suddenly saved her 10 hours a month, but she, she's got systemized the entirety of the rest of the business. And the, the, the finances, because it's not her bag and she doesn't like it, has never been shown that love. And it's, it's, inter- and it's enough to save all this time, get her mojo back and make her focus on the right things in her business and not be in the weeds on the finances and give her this system that's kind of fit for purpose in the modern day and age and, and let her leverage the skill she's got in her bookkeeper who's sitting there scratching around for work because she won't let go of it. So finance systems, if your finance system isn't like that, isn't fully automated and isn't reminding your customers automatically and all of that sort of stuff, then that's the easiest system to make the biggest wins on in terms of time back for the business owners. Because so many business owners keep hold of their numbers for the right reasons. They like to understand the numbers, but they don't do it effectively and efficiently anymore. And suddenly you lose hours, right? Uh, oh, I, ab- absolutely. And this, this bit, we have talked about losing hours and using your time optimally, etc. A lot in this podcast, and, and rightly, rightly show for me. For me, that is, if you can crack that, you're well on your way. I was talking to coaching actually. One of my clients is a, a CEO of a, a a large British retailer, right? And talking about how, and you'd mentioned this actually about five podcasts back about time but I'll, I'll link them in in a second that again that he is increasingly automating tasks not just in his business but also in life 
And, and what he's trying to get is to a point that he's not touching tasks, right? That, so this is a bit of a, not a hedonistic state, but this is a bit of a, I, I get to what's that, a heuristic state, can't remember. Anyway, but he wants to bring, he wants to open his eyes and pretty much spend the day going through it from wisdom. If that's with his family, it's with his um clients with his executive team it's his thinking time his running time and that everything else is getting automated delegated automated delegated and and he is bringing his absolute cerebral genius to the world every day and that 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 conversation got me really thinking again about the power of systems and you said something about you were on a call and somebody it was a it was a it was a politician an MP or a, a, a ex, ex, House of Lords, member thank of the House you. Of Lords. So came on, and but again, yeah. it was systemized. You've got me for thirty-five minutes, I think you said thirty-five minutes, and this is what I want out of the call, and then I need to go because he's going because he needs to bring to the next thing, and they gave you all a five-minute warning, and off he went. That was his system. So systems are showing up in all walks of life and um, are there for all of us to go, what if, what if that held true, that if my results in life and business are directly related to the systems I have in place? For me, that's very exciting. If you get phenomenal results, great, justifies it. But actually, if your results aren't great at all, then let's look at different systems that you can bring in and change your world. And I, I think this is this is an area of my business where we have we we've got some areas of our business which are phenomenally well systemized. The sales process is one of them. The onboarding process is good. The way we produce year-end files is systemized, but it's not documented and i think this is an area it's an area that i want to work on over the next 12 to 18 months is to formally document the systems that we've got to allow us to then pull them apart and put them back together in a way which might be more optimal for the business right but there is a definite every, every business will have systems if you, you can't be listening to this podcast and, and not have systems in the business that you that you run you you just may not think of them as systems or have documented yeah. them as systems yeah. but there are systems there and it's understanding there's a really i've seen lots of businesses do it and we just haven't had the time in hours to do it to literally take every every facet of your business and write down step by step what we do typically what do we do when this arises with this type of customer in this situation and once you've got that documented then you've got some data that you can really use to empower your team and you to to tweak and move that business on to the next level and that in itself will be a massively beneficial kind of journey to go on with your team right there's no way that letting get, getting them involved in the systems won't improve those systems because they're in it on the coal face they'll know if there's issues and sometimes they just they do it we do it this way because that's the way we've always done it there's a rule in accountancy um, 
and I haven't answered this for years, but the rule of it in accountancy is the person who did this file last year is an idiot. Whoever it is, whoever's work you've picked up, you have to assume that they were an idiot and start and think for yourself on every everything. Don't just do this because they did it last year because they might have done it because the people before did it last mm-hmm. year and suddenly, mm-hmm. you know, legislation changes or that person seven years ago first decided to do this was an idiot, was genuinely an idiot mm-hmm. and suddenly our file was broken, right? And that should be how you take everything, right? Just We don't just do this because that's what we've always done because that means we're only ever going to get what we've always got. Isn't it? We're not we're not going to get any different results from doing the same thing over and over again. So take the time to sit and pull every literally everything apart. How do we answer the phone? How do we, you know, I don't know, deal with uh-huh. complaint, everything, and then pick it apart, put it back together, and you'll find some benefit in that. And I've got a second benefit to this, but I'll let you speak because I've spoken for too long. No, no, yeah, yeah. I, I just think that's that's really motivational as well. That plays to my you can break from the past, you know, just because we've always done it that way doesn't mean to say as of tomorrow, we do it that way. And that that's very energizing and extremely useful that you start to go through your business in any role, I guess, certainly CEO, uh, and, and start to look at all the systems and practices and procedures that you have in place and go, right, is this optimal? Can we do better? And I, I'm going to come back to you in a second, but the one I'd love to at least give airtime, in my view, the one that's neglected the most is actually people systems. Systems within people, leadership, engagement, development. Oh, my word. So I'll touch on that, but I think you wanted to say something. Well, well, I, I mean, I, I think the people system is, is key as well, actually. We, we're, we're just about to take on a new member of staff. And we have a system for onboarding them, mm-hmm. like we do with clients. And you know, we make sure they go around the, the team and they meet everybody face to face in little ten minute one to ones. We need to make sure their laptops set up, ready to go, and the passwords are there, and they've got a zero login and all of that, all systemized and works really well. Uh, my other benefit of having that kind of handbook, so once you've documented all of your systems, including your people systems, all the the tangible ones, you know, the software and the way we do you know, the work that we deliver, but also the softer ones like the marketing and the people and all of that. When you come to sell the business, that is a phenomenal piece of kind of company literature. Like it's the key cornerstone of whatever sales price you're able to achieve for your business. It's going to be based on three things. It's going to be on the numbers in the business. So are we a profitable business? You know, can we deliver five times profit and is that a good enough figure then it's going to be based on the people in the business and are they going to stick around that might include the business owner but the senior people if they're key to the business or can we keep them and the third major element of the sales price is going to be on the systems in the business because if it runs like clockwork and everyone's on the same plan doing the same thing in the same way and it's all documented how much comfort does that give the buyer that what they're buying is a well-oiled machine and it isn't going to just fall apart because the MD that is now sitting on a yacht somewhere in Barbados, having sold her business, you know, and then it's all going to fall over because no one knows really what they're doing and it was all in her head. That's the, the sort of the massive secondary benefit of documenting all of your systems. So you've got, number one, you said their profit. Number two, people, 
number three what was that systems, systems. themselves the system. so yeah. there you go that that you've given us all a, a sort of route map for maximizing sale price if, if you're choosing to sell your business now there there you go you go into these three spaces and go how have i got systems in place underpinning them and if so how good are they and and how can we make it stronger so you've just given everyone a, a phenomenal steer on how to strengthen their business actually so thank you and and if you've got all three of those it's always the systems that is not there's the bit that's not tangibly able to be evidenced like if you've got good systems and good people you can't fail but make good profit and if you've got good profit and good people then you can't have either of those unless you've got good systems but what you might not have is that document that notes down all those systems so you can't prove it yeah does that make yeah. sense now i want to go on to a, a people system that i observe time and time again but i'm just for a bit of light humor and this is happening right now at the time that we do our podcast my children always 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 ignore the fact they've got keys and bang on the door and they come to the window and you might have seen it in the past that i go like that Today, before this podcast, I got a post-it note and wrote on it, go to the back door, smiley face, and stuck it to the window. And and just as predict, my daughter just come to the window, burst out laughing, and then it's gone away. So there's an example of another system. Anyway, the one, the one that... Have you locked, you've let them in the back door? The, 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 back, the, back, door, no, the, back, no, the back door, I unlocked the back door so they can just walk right round and into the back door. So that, that's all good. But the one that I see time and time again in organisations that I work with is role clarification, right? And I'm going to call that a system. So this is a document that... Line manager and manager, CEO, exec, whatever, that usually, ideally, in one page, if not two pages, that clearly articulates what the role is and what the contribution that would be valued looks like. And so many times, so many organizations, that isn't there. And if it is, it's like 95 bullet points long. And, and when when you get that either in place with a great conversation or trim down the 95 points down to three or four, performance usually does two things. One, improves. Or two, the person leaves that's been troublesome or underperforming. And I've seen this happen twice this week where after a, a conversation on this is what the role looks like, the person that's caused performance issues for years in one instance and months in the other have resigned. Now, there's a system that I think is neglected and makes all the difference in the world to people performance. So it's just another example of a system. I think... There's there's so many elements of every. You have the wider system, like show our people system, but then we have how do we onboard, how do we offboard, how do we do an appraisal system, how do we look at our job roles, how do we do our pay reviews, how do we do the training for the staff we've got. 
that that in itself is a meaty piece of work just to look at that one people side and we've probably missed various elements of that that we need right and then we have the next step you know then you look at your sales and marketing and that could easily be 12 13 mm -hmm. different systems to do this properly and to get it all documented is a huge piece of work and you shouldn't yeah. beat yourself up if you're not there like i'm i've got nothing I've got my sales system documented, but it was from three and a half years ago and it's probably so out of date, it's unreal. But actually spending that time to document it, I think is a massive process that every business could, mm -hmm. you, know, you need to find the time for it. And I appreciate that is difficult, but if you can, I think you, the benefits will outweigh the time cost of getting it sorted. We need a system for our podcast. Well, like we've got it, but we just, we don't, not written down, is it? I, I and I, I thought yeah, interesting. Um, I I arrived at that conclusion today as well. Um, you're right. We do. It would help. It would help this podcast if we systemized it, and we will, and we will. But you know, that's nearly that's nearly thirty minutes in, and and I think if that quote is true, and I believe it is that your results in life and business are directly related to the system you have in place, then I think we've given great examples today. And I, I mean, we could be talking for hours about how that rings true. And what I love about it is you can take the emotion right out at it and look at this purely as a systemic issue and change the system. Yeah, I think that's that's it but before you can change it you need to understand what's currently there yeah and what impact it has yeah. like 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 going back to that video with our proposals it wasn't it wasn't it took probably 18 months before we kind of or i twigged the the conversion rate if you tied the conversion rate back to those videos it has an impact so and it's really interesting and do you know how i, I spotted it because i I used to only do, I used to only do the videos for the more complicated proposals. So not necessarily the higher value ones or the better, you know, grade A prospects, but the ones that I needed to do the video to help explain the proposal. And then we had a spate of, and those are slightly more complicated jobs, at least at the front end, you know, they'd come with a disastrous zero that needed to be t taken apart and put back together or three years worth of accounts because they hadn't done anything for you. It was always something a bit more. And then we had a, a team meeting and we're looking at why are all the clients we're picking up the difficult ones? Like why are we, why are we getting, why do we pick up all these really difficult clients so easily? And then we twigged it's because they're the ones that get the video. And actually if we gave all the easy, easier onboarded clients, the video, we win as many of those as well. Right. But it's not, yeah, it's not the path to the right system isn't straightforward and you may not spot it until you've oh, gone through a process. Pay attention. You know, look, because everything you right, you said it earlier, it, you might not think of it as a system, but but it is. And, and look at it now and, and pay attention. And what is the benefit from that system or what is that system actually creating? So your system that had the video in it, high high levels of conversion so more sales into the company more profit for me on this zero system versus my cobbled together pdf system uh cash flow already already much better you know 
nothing to do with service levels, everything to do with an invoice system. And I know there's a lot more. So yeah. it's it's quite incredible, actually. It's, it's lots of quick wins to be had, isn't there? Okay, well, look, we have got about bang on time here. So I, I think I've really enjoyed that. It's, a, it's gone really quickly, which is always a sign of a good podcast, I think. But also, it was a really good subject. Like it's a it's a subject that every everyone listening can think about and and make some some big gains yeah. relatively quickly and easily in their business by thinking about it. Yeah, excellent. Okay, well, look if you like what you've heard, um, as ever, give us a shout out on social and um, a review on Apple Podcasts is massively helpful. And um, we will be back next week with more podcast gold. But for now, that is all from me and it's all from my friend Alan. Goodbye. This is the Mind Your Business podcast.